Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. Today, our guest is John Rubino. Thanks for being on the show, John. Thanks, Whitney. Appreciate uh, you having me today. Yeah, John is the COO, founder, and co-manager director of JIDI and JID Investments, LLC. They're a real estate private money equity investment business. Uh, he has a bachelor, uh, bachelor of Science degree in Business Administration, a third mate's license in U.S. Merchant Marine and Reserve, uh, and received a commission as a U.S. Naval officer. He served honorably as a lieutenant commander and naval aviator for 20 years. John has had a significant experience and success as a real estate investor and consultant. Uh, John, thanks for your service, and uh, I appreciate that. And, you know, tell us a little bit about uh, just your background, how you got into real estate. Well, thanks for giving me the honor to serve, Whitney. I appreciate it. It's great being here today. Um, like you read, you know, I was uh, a Navy veteran for 20 years. I was an aviator, um, flew uh, aircraft for the Navy, which was a lot of fun. Uh, I got started in real estate while I was still in the Navy back in 2004, 2005 timeframe when I was stationed down in uh, Southern Maryland, right outside of Lexington Park, Leonardtown area. And um, I really focused on trying to get started where I looked at foreclosures and I looked at uh, trying to buy property for uh, distressed property, come in and be a renovator. But I really found my niche in new construction. Uh, a good friend of mine and I both kind of teamed up and we uh, we looked at some new construction properties. We partnered with a local area home builder back in 2005 before the recession. And we had some great success. We, uh, we invested a very small amount of money and uh, we got the first property done. And I looked at it and I said, that's what I want to do. So part-time, going to school, getting my master's degree, being a pilot in the Navy, uh, being a dad and a husband, I, I kind of did this on the side and, and, and it was great and I, and I enjoyed it. Uh, for about seven years after that, uh, I did a few properties. I did about uh, two or three new construction homes. I took a good chunk of the money we made and I invested with a good friend of mine who was in DC just starting out his business. And for seven years, I got a 10% uh, return on my money every year for or 10% for seven years. So. That helped grow me a bit on the passive side. We focused primarily on boutique condos, uh, condo development and conversion in the DC market, which was really exploding somewhere uh, between 2006 to 2012 is when it really started taking off 2013. Um, I came back from an overseas tour in Italy from the Navy and then uh, a tour as an instructor pilot in Texas. And uh, I came back here to DC in about 2011. I uh, got orders to the Pentagon, which was really exciting. And uh, for my last six years, uh, I was stationed here in the area. I decided in 2012 to start up my own business. And I was really interested and, and I really liked the, you know, the, the capital stack, putting the money together, putting the deals together, doing the due diligence, looking at things from, from a finance standpoint. And uh, you know, I've always been blessed to be around great people. I had some really smart people that wanted to be involved in, in helping me get started. And uh, long story short, we stood the company up back in 2013. We took a full year to get it up and running. We put up all our documentation, our literature, our website, and we had some really good people that helped us get started who are private investors in our company today. 
So from 2013 to today, we've uh, we've got about 14 projects we've completed. We've invested about $5 million of both private money and equity. Started out small with single family fix and flip properties down in Atlanta and in Maryland and in Virginia. And today we're really fitting a nice niche and are unique in a way to fill equity and private money for larger development and construction projects. So again, like I said, 14 projects to date, about $5 million invested, where we've earned our investors about $2 million in, uh, in returns and in revenue. We have about 90 investors in our company. It started out pretty small and we've just grown organically and through our friends and family and through networking and just going out there and talking to people about our, uh, our business. And uh, our investors are very happy and they're, they're making great returns, anywhere from 15 to 20% annualized on their money. Um, and uh, we currently are involved in five fantastic projects, four of which are in Washington, D.C., and one down in Atlanta. Uh, smallest of that is about 20 condo units that are from the ground up development. And uh, the largest is 110 condos down on the uh, southwest uh, tip of Washington, D.C. So $12 million now that we're managing, uh, projected revenue around 7 to $9 million over the next four to five years. And we're growing. So we want to continue to look to work with developers and those in, in the construction business that are building larger development deals that we can come in and help with equity. Uh, we're looking at expanding and we're looking at longer term investments like uh, land development, multifamily, senior assisted, student housing, storage. Um, we'd like to be able to bring to our investors a development and construction project where they can make 15 to 20 percent with medium risk but also at the same time, bring them something where they can make eight to 10% annualized cash flow uh, on a project that's a little bit more stable and in a secure uh, asset that's a little bit more of a diversified uh, diversification for their portfolio. So that's kind of us in a nutshell. Yeah. We're having fun. That's great. That's great. Sounds exciting. I, uh, you know, especially the growth and and things you talk about about how you all are growing and expanding. It's just, it's incredible to see that happen and be a part of that. Tell me, you know, as far as I know, you have a partner and uh, what's your main role in in the in the company? That's a great question. Um, you know, I, I'm a jack of all trades. Uh, one day I'll be doing marketing and advertising, answering emails, talking to investors. The next day I'm out talking to developers and sponsors, either online or virtually, going to meetings, sitting down with them, rolling up our sleeves to talk about our business and to talk about their business. Um, the most important thing to me is to find like-minded partners, which we call uh, the sponsors and developers we work with, and to build that relationship uh, and partnership on trust getting a chance to talk to each other, really being transparent and open. And um, that's worked really well for us. We, we don't typically look at a deal right out of the gate with a company. We're, we're looking for companies that we can, we can grow a relationship with, that we can start the process out to talk to. And that's, that takes a lot of time because, you know, you can reach out to 10 or 20 businesses in a day. Um, so that's kind of one side of what I do on the, on the project development to, to reach out to new sponsors that need our money. And then I'm going out and I'm talking to our current investors. We're giving them project updates. We, we bring them out to the sites. We walk the projects with them. We have a great, the relationship that we build with those partners allows us the opportunity to really have, you know, an open line of communication directly to the presidents and CEOs of the company. I had a meeting two weeks ago with the president of Clark Construction. I was in his office. I mean, that's the type of connections that we are starting to get through our relationships and through our networks, which is fantastic. 
well, yeah, on any given day, I could be marketing and advertising, answering emails, but I really like getting out in the field and, and looking at our projects, bringing our investors out there. I also belong to a, a large group of, um, of uh, networking um, groups in the area, which I think is the lifeblood of our business. If, if anybody wants to start in real estate, get out there and go to meetup groups, go out to network, go out and, and meet different people because so many people can open the door for you, whether it's directly or indirectly. And that to me is the best part of this business. I like how you said so many people can open the door. I mean, you have no idea when you're speaking to someone who they know and, and how that person can help you or maybe how you can help them in the future. Absolutely. So, you know, you talked about like finding a good deal sponsor, somebody, you know, these partners that you're talking about. How can you give us some some pointers on doing that? How do we know, you know, when we find a good deal sponsor, maybe somebody we want to invest with or what, what do you look for? Sure. So, I mean, we typically want to do our due diligence on any company we work with. Um, we typically look for a certain type of uh, partner that we can help, whether it's a partner that's doing a larger development, it's a partner that has um, something that we're attracted to from a real estate standpoint, kind of how I laid it out. They're, they're going to put in a townhouse development. They're going to build a, a condominium uh, complex or a, um, they're going to do a senior assisted community. And it's not too hard to go out and look for those folks. It's pretty interesting if you think about it. Um, you can go into your LinkedIn profile. You can go into LinkedIn and do a search for developers and companies that are out there that are doing these larger developments. And you can do that by state. You can do that by real estate market. Um, you could just go to Google and do a Google search. Um, that's kind of the cold way of doing it. But like I said, if you go out and network and you can present yourself in a way that it, it, it shows people what you're attracted to, um, you'd be very surprised how people can kind of come out and connect with you. And, and the relationships, again, they open a lot of doors. We've had the, the luxury of working with some great developers of which some have been some of my best friends. Some of them have been people that we were introduced to through mutual contacts. But um, if you do your homework and you see that area of what you want to invest in, you can definitely find different companies out there that can use your help. And you have to be unique. Um, and, and these days, you know, I started out as a private money and, and hard money lender, but money is so, I want to say easy, but it's so accessible that you can go out and get money pretty easily nowadays. Um, some people are a little worried about that, obviously, because of where we're at in the cycle. But at the same time, I want to make myself unique. And the way I make myself unique is, is equity. And equity is unique because equity is a little more vulnerable. You have to protect yourself a little bit more with equity because if the bank comes in and, as you're gonna, and they're going to bring in 80%, let's say, of the, of the investment money, and you as equity are going to bring in 20%, well, you're junior to the – or you're behind the debt, which is the bank. So my biggest risk as, a, as an investor in my business and for my investors is, you know, how do we protect their equity? Because if something happens with the market or the project, you know, the, the sponsor defaults, we could lose all our money. So we put different things in place to help our investors sleep at night. We don't pay the business any money until the investor makes a minimum of 12% annualized on our projects. We don't take any fees up front. Um, we do very, very detailed due diligence on our uh, developers. Our developers and our sponsors we work with bring in a minimum of 10%. So if someone's looking for me to raise $2 million, they have to bring in a minimum of $200,000. That's what we call skin in the game. So we want the developers to have skin in the game. We bring in our own money. My business partner, David, and I bring in our own money when we go out and raise money through our investors. 
Um, and then also we don't guarantee any of the bank loans. So when you go out and you get a bank loan, just like when you buy a house, you put a, you guarantee that note, right? You tell the bank, Hey, I'm personally telling you that I'm going to make my mortgage payments. And if I don't, you can come after me personally. We don't have any say in that as, um, the investors on these projects. We're purely passive. We're a limited partner. And we're basically built into the management side of the project underneath the sponsor who is either the managing partner or the general partner. So we come in as a limited partner, which releases us from a lot of liability. Now, again, the biggest risk for us is to make, is the, is the equity is exposed and it could have potential um, ramifications if, the, if there's something happens with the deal. So that's why it's very important that we do our due diligence, that we make sure that we're very, very, um, connected with relation-based relationship-based connections to the, the partners, so that we feel comfortable with what we're doing. And obviously, the location where we're going to be investing, the demographics, what's the attraction? You know, DC. You know, it's Emerald City here, right? We we love DC. Um, everybody knows that. You know, Amazon H2Q has been in the mix to come to either Northern Virginia or Washington DC. We're watching that. That can definitely skyrocket prices. So there's a lot of things here in DC we love about this market. But there are also other markets. You know, I could tell you about Atlanta. I could tell you about Tampa. I could talk to you about South Carolina, North Carolina. So, you know, it all depends on what you want to do, what makes you unique, and what you can bring to value or value for those folks you want to work with. That's great. You know, I had many questions there I was going to ask you, but if I just gave you just a second, you answered it. Yeah, <laughs> that's really good. Well, I, want you to, I want you to get your questions in. I definitely do. No, that, that was good. It was really good. Um, so you talked about presenting ourselves. You know, and I think about our, our listener who is really just getting into this business, you know, and they're looking maybe at other deal sponsors to, to partner with or raise capital for, or maybe even how to present ourselves to an investor. You know, could you speak to speak to that a little bit? How do we present ourselves like you were talking about? Sure. So, I mean, you know, I took a full year to get our business launched, right? It took, it took a full year because I said, I don't want to launch this and have areas that have major holes, right? I've been a player my whole life as a Navy pilot. When you go out and fly your aircraft, you want to make sure you got enough gas that you know, you can make it to your destination that your students studied or that we know what mission we're going to do. So you, you want to plan. You want to sit down and you want to put your arms around what your plan is. What do you want to do in real estate? Do you want to be a wholesaler? Do you want to be a, a financer? Do you want to be uh, a rehabber? Depending on what you want to do, you sit down and you decide what you want to do. I'm a lender, so I love capital stacks. So when I look at a deal, it's always, hey, what's the money aspect of it? What does this individual need to do to bring capital in to make money for everyone and make it a successful project? And that's where I, I then pick it apart. But yeah, planning's a big part. That full year we took, we built our website, we built our marketing plan, we built the prospectus for our investors, we built our website, we built our Facebook. So we did all of the stuff. And then we went out to our most trusted um, mentors and people that have had you know, 30, 40, 50 years of combined real estate experience. And we had them just beat the living heck out of us to say, hey, this is the holes that you have in your plan. And these individuals that came in made us a better business. And as they gave us back the paperwork to say, hey, you guys are ready to go, they held on to it pretty tight because when we pulled it back, they said, before you take this back, just make sure that we're the first investors in your company. So that was a great compliment. Yeah. So my, my advice would be is planning. Plan, plan your business model, plan on what you need to succeed um, depending on what you want to do. If you want to be a rehabber, make sure you got a good contractor, make sure you got a good attorney, make sure you have a good money source, make sure you have a good real estate agent. 
and put your plan together before you launch it. And then when you feel comfortable, go for it and talk to people within your network. And, and those are the people I mentioned that you can go out to talk to at these meetup groups and, and just learn from them. I, I really liked how you said uh, you, had, you had others that are more experienced. Look at all your all your information and really go over your business and your maybe your business plan and what all that looked like. And then, you know, until they could say, okay, you know, we want to invest with you all. And I just thought that that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, great idea. Um, give us a little uh, advice on, uh, you know, you talked about networking at these big, large groups. What are some groups maybe you go to to meet investors, uh, maybe some that, that we would normally think of like your normal REI club or something. What's some other way that you, you meet and network with investors? Sure. Well, you know, I'm always looking for uh, groups that, uh, that I'm attracted to that have on um, the caliber of people I want to talk to. There's a lot of groups out there for newer folks that I think are fantastic. Um, as a new person in real estate, um, where we are in the cycle and, and how much growth we've had since the, the recession ended back in 2012, 2013, there's a lot of people in real estate now. It's very saturated where you have, you know, very, very large groups of, of uh, investors, whether they're rehabbers or whether you have wholesalers. Um, so I look for groups that um, I can meet a diverse group of people that can open up the aperture or spectrum for me to learn and or I help. So I look for kind of that little bit of a higher caliber type investor, that person that is interested in larger projects. But I also like to go out and get back and coach and talk to people. So there's some really good websites. I mean, I could tell you about from now or I can share with them. Yeah, please go ahead and share some. Yeah, so meetup.com is fantastic if you're in the local DC, Virginia, Maryland area. Um, there are others that you can reach out to biggerpockets.com is one that I started out with for a while. It's a really good website. Um, it's like the Facebook of real estate where you can go out and listen to podcasts and you can listen to, um, people that are doing different types of things in real estate. There's blogs on there. You can read on stuff. Um, I would go out and I would get some good books to read. Some of my favorite books, my top three books are, um, how to Win Friends and Influence People, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and The Millionaire Next Door. Those are three fantastic books that if you read those, I think that'll help shape your thought process when you're doing anything in business. But my thing is, is those meetup.com groups are really good. There's a couple of groups out there, like the BNI groups. They're like the builder ne- Builders Networking Groups. Uh, but I, I like meetup.com because you can search a, a 500 a ring radius of where you live and, and you can find different groups, whether it's real estate or business or finance. Um, I'm attracted to finance folks uh, because finance folks work with high network folks, which are people I'm interested in talking to. Um, but yeah, I think that's probably a good start. And uh, there's others that you can look for as well. There's a lot of different groups too, just to add to um, like this week, I'm going up to New York city and I'm going to the Opal group. And the Opal group is a, is a larger group that looks for um, people that are doing um, uh, emerging managers and home offices. There's um, the Pitbull conferences. So there's a lot of different things. If you do some research, you can find in your local areas about the groups that uh, your cities can have that are conferences and workshops. And then the kind of networking groups that meet once a month, every other week, which are really beneficial. That's great. Uh, So you're attracted to finance groups. I think that's neat that, you know, you're looking for groups that are uh, not just real estate groups, obviously, right? Just looking for any any professionals. Yeah. um, You know, where 
professionals are, you know, those are. Yeah, exactly. Again, it's like that, that they can open doors for you that it may not be directly from them, but from their referrals and from the people they associate with. And, you know, listen, in this business, you have to look at it as a two-way street. There's reciprocation. If you're going to help me, Whitney, with one door, I'm going to help you with one door. So you can't look at people and say, you know, how can this person make me more money? It's you got to look at people and say, how can I help that person? And then how can that person help me? And you have to be able to walk through that when you talk to people. So you can then understand who to talk to and who to target and, and work with. Some of the people that are my best friends in real estate, I don't even work with them. We're just really good friends. But every once in a while, they mention, hey, have you tried this? Have you talked to that person? And that's what you got to look at when you talk to people. That's great. Great advice. Tell me, uh, changing directions a little bit, uh, what would be advice you would give to someone that's just getting started? Maybe they're 20 years old, you know, and they're just getting started and saying, I, I want to start in multifamily syndication. Sure. I would say be a sponge. Talk to, listen to, find a mentor, always find a mentor and, and, and not just one, as many as you think you need. Um, you know, there's always the book smarts and there's the street smarts. You, you can go to Barnes and Nobles and you can read every book out there on multifamily and, and, uh, and understand the, the, the conceptual theoretical um, processes of what you need to do to be a multifamily successful investor. But then you need to go out and you need to network and talk to people that have gotten their bumps and bruises that can share that with you, um, that are doing it and that they would love to take you on as an apprentice or just someone to kind of go out to the projects with them. And don't be afraid to ask them. You know, if you find someone that's uh, in the area, give them a call and say, hey, I'm, I'm starting out. My name's Jim and, and um, I'm really excited about multifamily in Baltimore. I see you're doing it. I'd love to learn more about it. Would you mind, you know, sharing some info? Can I meet you out on a project? Can I buy you a cup of coffee? And, and just talk with them. Don't be afraid to open up and share. And I think that's probably the best advice I can give anybody. Yeah, that's great advice. Uh, what, um, so what's the number one thing that's contributed to your success? Wow, that's a that's a great question. <laughs> Is the show two hours, or I know it's only a half hour. <laughs> Just one thing. You, you know, I, I have to be humble. Um, the one thing that I feel solely that's contributed to my success is my faith, mm. and and my faith meaning that you know I, I leave everything into the hands of of my Lord, and and I and I just you know I, I feel like what I'm doing right now is exactly what He has planned for me, where I can go out and I can talk to people. I get to learn about them. I get to learn about you and I get to learn about people that I talked to that I've never met before. And, and the fact that you can and learn from people and open up to them, that's been to me the, the most exciting part of this business. But having that small group of, of people, like Robert De Niro said in uh, Meet the Fockers, is that little circle of trust, right? Those people that he had that, you know, it's just that round table of people, five to seven people that are your circle of trust that you can go to any given time and reach out to and know that they're going to be able to help you. And um, when you have something that's good, you want to share that with others. And if you're successful at what you do and you have an idea of what you want to do and you share it with like-minded people, you'd be surprised how people really kind of get excited about it. It's a lot of work. Um, you have to find an area that you like and you, and you want to learn more about. But to me, what's been my greatest success, I think, is just, again, the people I've met, the relationships I've grown. Um, you know, real estate's all about reputation and relationships. You only get to burn person once, but if you're a good person and you have good relationships with people, 
they're going to open doors for you. So sit down, look at your plan and say, how can I bring this to people in my network and how can I make this work? But, you know, we continue to grow because our business has taken off. It's shown proof of concept. We have results. And when you have a good track record and you can show people, Hey, I have results. We've made our investors 18 to 22% annualized, right? A cousin talks to another friend who talks to a friend who talks, you know, next thing you know, more people are coming in organically. And, uh, and that just speaks to your reputation and, and your performance. So when you can get out there and perform and show people that you can put your money where your mouth is, you know, that's when you start to see some real results. That's that's great advice, John. I really appreciate how you've shared and, and you've given you've given some great content for the listener. And, and would you tell them how they can get in touch with you and learn more about your business? Absolutely. So you can visit us on our website at, at www.jidinvestments.com. Uh, you can reach out to me at my email at jrabino at jidinvestments.com. And that's Julia India Delta investments.com. We also have a Facebook page. We're at JID Investments LLC. And I'd be happy to pass my contact information to you for phone numbers or anybody that's interested in reaching out. We'd love the opportunity to talk to them. Our strategy is pretty easy. We want to work with developers and sponsors, those that can use our money for their projects that we can help grow and expand their businesses and be one of their preferred equity uh, partners. And we're also very interested in working with accredited investors, folks that uh, want to diversify their portfolio, look at something that you know can make them that 15 to 20%. Low barrier of entry, 15, usually it's about twenty-five dollars to $50,000 per investment on a project-by-project project basis. We don't want you nor expect you to bring money in when you become an investor with us. Money comes in on each project that you want to be on, not necessarily that, hey, day one I sign up, I have to give John $50,000. No, it doesn't work that way. So. so that's the best way to get a hold of us, and I appreciate the opportunity to come out here and talk with you today and your team. Great. Thank you so much, John, and thank you all for all the listeners, and, and I hope you'll reach out to John and look up his business, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Whitney. Take care. Thank you for listening to The Real Estate Syndication Show, brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate, while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.